hope that helped. Hey, Gossip News. He says, hey, Candy, I'm dating this guy. Ooh, okay. And he always uh, wants to invite his ex-boyfriend to stuff that I planned for the two of us. The final straw was a romantic dinner that I planned. How should I handle this? I think, ooh, okay. First, I think that this is definitely a test for the relationship, and it's definitely a boundary-setting test. So what I would do is I would plan a coffee date because I think when having what could be difficult, they don't have to be dramatic, they don't have to be traumatic, they don't have to be any of that stuff, but it could be a difficult conversation with your with your boyfriend. Um, I always think no alcohol involved. I know you're like, where did that come from? That's just me. I When I talk to my partner about difficult things, I always make sure that we are not drinking. So I don't know if you guys drink or not or any type of substance, because I think it's always better to have difficult conversations when both people have clear heads and clear minds. So that's just a little thing. But I would just be very honest. And I would say to your boyfriend, scripted almost like, hey, boyfriend, you know, just want you to know that I really like you and I'm enjoying our time together and I'm excited to be in this relationship with you and I want to continue to see where this goes. But I also wanted to let you know that when your ex is around or when your ex is invited to everything, it makes me feel and then insert what how it makes you feel. You know, it makes me feel dismissed. It makes me feel disrespected. It makes me feel embarrassed. It makes me feel silly. It makes me feel, you know, um, played. You know, it makes me feel second best or whatever it is. Just be honest and be vulnerable because as healthy adults, it is such a sign of strength when you can actually communicate how you feel and stop, you know, not you personally, I'm just talking in general, you know, when people like front, like, oh, it's cool, nothing's wrong, I'm good, whatever, oh, whatever, like, we're not doing that, you know, we're being healthy adults. It makes me feel this way. And then I would open it up so he doesn't feel like you're accusing him of something, but open it up as an open-ended question and just be like, what and and because I really care about you and because this is making me feel some type of way, I just wanted to ask you, what is your intention behind inviting your ex to all of these, you know, dinners and outings and stuff you plan for just the two of us? You know, just say like, what is your intention behind it? Because I want to understand where you're coming from and why you're doing this. Because I think that sometimes in communication, and particularly with romantic partners, we assume that we understand why people do and say things. And assumptions will get you in fights. It'll get you broken up. So I always like to say, I just want to understand where you're coming from. What's your intention? Why do you do this? Because your boyfriend can be like, oh, I had no idea you felt some type of way about this. Like, it wasn't my intention to be disrespectful. It wasn't my intention to hurt you. I just thought blah, 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 you know? And then you guys can get to a place where it's like, oh, well, your intention was this, but this is how I experienced it. 
I'm really happy we talked. Now let's just, you know, have some boundaries. You know, before you invite your ex-boyfriend to something, you know, just ask me about that because I'm not trying to control who you can and cannot have in your life. That's, you know, you're your own person. But I also want to feel respected in my relationship, you know? So that's how I would handle it. I would just say, hey, babe, let's get some coffee or come over. Let me cook you, you know, brunch or whatever. Definitely make sure that I would just make sure there's no alcohol or anything like that involved because I always think alcohol and emotions equals popping things popping off when they don't have to. And just be like, babe, I'm really having a good time with us hanging out. I enjoy our company, but there's just one thing that's really making me feel disrespected in our relationship. And I just wanted to get clarity on why you choose to do this or on why you do this. And then based on their response, together create a plan on how to move forward. You know, oh, I had no idea that bothered you. Okay, now that I know what bothered you, I won't invite him to something until I ask you first, you know, or if they say something that maybe isn't right, like, oh, well, I just want to be with him and blah, 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 blah. Well, then, you know, be thankful that you now know who this person is and where this person stands and you can cut things off with them in a respectful, easy way. It might hurt, but better to know now than to continuously waste your time with someone who is still in love with their ex. You know, you deserve someone who is in love with you. You deserve someone who is emotionally and mentally and spiritually and physically available to you. That's what you deserve, you know? So that's how I would handle it. Don't assume anything. Go in with an open mind and an open heart. Ask the real question. Why do you invite your ex to everything? And then once you get the real response, move accordingly to your worth. And don't let anybody disrespect you. Hope that helped. Hey, cruising with Elena. She goes, Gaines. Hey, sweetheart. How are you? Gossip News says, I don't think, but um, oh, I don't drink, but he does drink a lot. Yeah. So I would say when you have the conversation, I would say have everybody sober. And that's just a blanket statement for everybody. I think anytime you have diff- what could be, it doesn't have to be, but what could be difficult conversations, I always think it's just better for everybody to be sober and have a clear head. If the conversation goes great, okay, go get a cocktail, celebrate. If the conversation goes left, at least everybody is in their right state of mind, cool, common collective. To be fair, so gossip news, establish a boundary and say no. You can do a group activity, but you need to have your own relationship between the two of you without outside forces. To be explicit, never imply or assume and tell your partner where you are at exactly and what you want. Yep. Gossip news says, I've had a conversations with him. Um, he says that he understands, but then when he does it again, he says that I'll just have to deal with it. Ooh. Well, that's a different thing. If you have already had the conversation with him and he says he understands and then he does it anyway, and then he says you have to deal with it. Well, this is when you need to get clear with yourself. 
this is now no longer about him. Now, this is now a conversation between you and you. You now need to decide, am I going to stay in a relationship where I am clearly being disrespected? Or am I going to choose to know my worth, love myself, and remove myself from a relationship that does not serve me? Because I think that if the person you are that you are with says that they understand your boundary, they disrespect it anyway, and then they say you have to deal with it, I think that is only a situation that will escalate. Again, it's not my place to tell you to break up with someone. It's not my place to tell you to leave someone. That's not my place. My place is just to give you guidance and to ask the questions for then for you to look inward and make the best decision for yourself. So I want to be clear that I'm not telling you to break up with him. I'm just asking these questions and I'm just giving you the guidance for you to make the best decision for yourself. So ask yourself the question, do you think you deserve to be in a relationship where you are being disrespected or do you think you deserve to be in a relationship where your partner respects you and honors you, listens to you and holds healthy boundaries for you? Do you think you deserve to be in a relationship where your happiness is your partner's first priority? Or do you think you deserve to be in a relationship where your partner X is how your partner's X feels is more important to them than how you feel? If it's too much to, to think about yourself, think about your best friend. Or the person you love the most in this world, whoever that may be. Does the person that you love the most in this world deserve respect? Does the person that you love the most in the world deserve to be prioritized? Does the person that you love the most in this world deserve to be seen and heard by their partner and to have their boundaries respected? I'm pretty sure all those answers are yes. And the secret is, The person that you love the most in the world should always be yourself. Always. Not in a narcissistic or selfish way, nothing that's toxic. But the person that you love the most in this world should always be you. Always. So if the person that you love the most in the world deserves love and respect and decency and honesty, then so do you. So that is what I will leave you with Gossip News. You are amazing. You're hilarious. You're funny. You're intelligent. You're such a great energy here on the show. You deserve the world and more. Again, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just asking questions for you to think about and giving you guidance for you to think about. So there it is. Gossip News says you are right. I do need to ask myself that. I never thought about that. I'm always trying to please everyone else but myself. Exactly. It, it's, 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 unfortunately, it's very common for people to people please and for people to be codependent. You know, one thing in dating, and this is what has really changed for, for me in my own dating, in my own dating life. Now I'm all sat, like well, younger me, was the shift from, am I trying to get this person to pick me? Or am I coming from a place from, is this a person that I choose? So think about that. 
If you are energetically coming from a place of, I just want this person to pick me, pick me, love me, choose me, want me, desire me, because if this person picks me, then I know that I'm lovable. You got to flip that. I am intrinsically lovable, valuable, worthy, and deserving. And because of that, I get to decide the type of person who gets to be with me. And the type of person who gets to be with me is respectful, is honest, is committed, is trustworthy. Because that's the standard I have for myself. So see what you can do, whether it's through meditation or prayer or journaling or affirmations or talking to someone shift your and in, in, in your own internal dialogue shift your mindset from i need this person to pick me so i can feel good about me so i can feel lovable so i can feel enough to i already know my inherent value and worthiness i already know i I'm, I'm enough i am the prize and i'm deciding who gets the privilege of being with me. That's the mindset you should have when you're dating. That's the mindset you should have when you're in a relationship. How is this person showing up for me? Do they still have the privilege of having me in their life? Because I'm the prize. I am the prize, right? And when two people who are complete and whole within themselves meet That is when you have the best relationship because I don't need that person to make me feel good enough. And that person doesn't need me to make them feel good enough. We get to come together and enjoy each other. We get to enjoy each other. It doesn't mean that you still don't have needs and you still don't have wants in relationships. That's that's toxic on the other side. Where it's like, you don't need anybody to meet your needs, meet your own needs. No, 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 no. Your core needs, you meet yourself. But there are other needs that your partner also needs to meet. Like standards and boundaries and respect and showing up for you and all of those things. You know, yes, we are whole within ourselves, but that doesn't mean that we still don't need things from our partners. That's why we have partners in relationships, but it becomes an interdependent relationship. You meet, my, you meet my needs that I have. I meet the needs that you have. You meet the needs that I have. You meet the needs that I have. It's interdependent. We depend on each other. It's a mutual dependency, right? Not codependent where it's you just do whatever I want in order for you to feel good enough. That's narcissistic and all of that. Gossip News says, I'm writing this all down. I'm going to be thinking about the relationship this weekend. Yes, yes. And hit me up, um, DM me on Instagram. You know, if you have any questions or you need any guidance or you just need to vent or talk, hit me up on the DM, you know, if you need an, if you need anything. Because, you know, navigating relationships can be tricky and all of that stuff can definitely be tricky. And also, you guys, join the newsletter. It's linked down below. When you join the newsletter, you get a free self-love guide. And I break down 
you know, the three most important parts of self-love and how to cultivate it. And it's a free guide. And then in the newsletter, I send everybody free self-love and self-care content, um, maybe like once every week or once every two weeks. It's not a daily thing. I don't bomb people emails, uh, inboxes. You get it maybe once a two weeks or like that. And I just send different resources on manifestation, self-love, self-care, and all of that is free content. It's all free. So if you want to, you know, work on your self-esteem, work on your confidence. I have a, um, a whole resource on self-confidence made simple, self-forgiveness made simple, self-love made simple. And then I'm working on some other stuff too um, on that. So if you guys need extra stuff and extra resources and also the podcast, that is free. It's on iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, it's on all the platforms and it's free. And I have over 200 episodes on all of this stuff. And I talk to a lot of different experts on self-love, manifestation, all of it. So that's a lot of free, really good content. 